This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. What's up, Star Wars news fam? So good to be back with y'all. Ryan and I haven't talked all week. It's been crazy. Uh, before I get we get into it, I'm Steps Abroad, Chewbacca's Long Lost Daughter, and I have my co-pilot with me, not with me physically, but in the spirit, Ryan Nelson. That's right. In the spirit of the Force, co-pilot Ryan here. Steph, it's been a long week. I think we're approaching like a month on quarantine. Yeah. Isn't that wild? What is that? Time is... Time doesn't make sense anymore. Time doesn't make sense anymore, and... Things are changing. You got a YouTube channel. Yeah. You're spilling yeah, things on been... carpets. Oh my <laughs> Probably should have said that. It's been such a they don't watch this, luckily. I'm curious what Laura Laura in the if you're in the chat, if Brian spilled the male equivalent to nail polish, which I don't think there is one because it is the devil I have recently found out, on the carpet and tried his hardest to get it out on his hands and knees with no <laughs> no good no good happy ending would you be mad that, that whole sentence was interesting <laughs> um yeah i think she'd probably be mad uh i don't think they're gonna be i don't think laura's in the chat today because they're actually doing a zoom meeting with the fam for today Aww. i think they're having a big old fam oh she's here she says hi steph <laughs> uh so shout out to laura by the way guys shout out to the whole chat because we're, we're going to be thrown to the chat a lot today. Uh, love seeing you here every week, Thursday, 4 p.m. Darth Baca, Manny Gonzalez, the regulars. Did I introduce myself? Yeah, it's been, it's been a fun week in Star Wars news. There's a lot to discuss. Let's start with the biggest news, Rosario Dawson. So nothing has been confirmed of her being Ahsoka, but people are thinking that. There's been other rumors now that she could possibly have a multi-type contract where they're setting her up to be in the Star Wars universe in multiple capacities, more than the Mandalorian. So people are thinking, does that mean she's going to get her own show? Right? <laughs> what goes through your head when you think about that? A lot goes through my head. Well, so first off, it's, it's this rumor that she might be signed on to multiple series. Which could yeah. mean, yeah, it could maybe it's her own show. I'm thinking, what if she pops up in Mandalorian? Or, I mean, sorry, not Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Like, she could pop up in the Obi-Wan show for an episode. She could pop up maybe in the, um, oh my God, Rogue One guy. I'm Cassian Andor. Andor. Like, how incredible would that be? Because she is technically, yeah. she's involved in the rebellion there. That would be cool. And that would even further legitimize 
I think those series, like I would be 10 times more excited for the Cassian Andor series. If I knew Ahsoka Tanu's popping up in it. Me too. Me too. And I'm just so excited. If when the fact that it involves Rosario, cause she is so awesome. So- I wonder what it's going to mean. It seems like it's, as much as a rumor can be confirmed before it's actually confirmed, it's there. You know, it's right. I feel like it has to be happening. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be happening. Do you think it would be her own? It would be her own series. And if so, do you think it's going to be in the time period of Mandalorian? Uh, no, I don't think it'd be in the time period of Mandalorian or maybe just grazing somehow. I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess it would have to be if she showed up in the Mandalorian. No, it wouldn't. But it would be confusing. It would definitely have to be in a different in spring, not a fall show because it would get confusing. But I think that with a big enough name as Rosario Dawson is and how skilled she is, why wouldn't they explore that? I, they should. You know, she was in almost every Netflix Marvel show. <laughs> I'd be so game for her to be in all the Star Wars live action TV shows as Ahsoka Tanu. Steph, honestly, Ahsoka Tanu is what's <laughs> getting me through this quarantine. Like every week we get some awesome Ahsoka Tanu news and uh, it, it's it's giving me life, you know, for everything from yeah. her appearances in the Clone Wars episodes over the past couple of weeks to like the books, the casting. I'm just all in on Ahsoka Tanu right now. Oh, she's mm-hmm. my favorite. Me too. There's been a lot of news around that. And a lot of arguments too, whether or not she's the best Jedi or any sort of lightsaber wielding hero. She, honestly, if we're going to have that conversation, she's my favorite character right now to talk about. I'm all in on Ahsoka Tanu. I just think that there's so much interesting myth. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline those to mythology there she's one of the few characters i feel that's only been dealt with by like a few people you know it was like dave filoni and now it looks like we're getting john favreau and mandalorian but like she's had one clear vision through just one or two creators whereas all the other characters i feel like have been handed off to a bunch of different directors and creators which is is usual i just think there's more of a singular vision with her right now and i just can't wait to yeah. learn more what they're doing yeah, me too. I'm really, really excited. I think that their series are going to just be awesome and a good change of pace from the movies. But speaking of the movies, right? this has been really fun, actually. There's been a lot of conversation regarding the sequel trilogy. From Conversa- people, former- were ta- people were talking <laughs> shit this week. Sorry, part of my language. Speak on it. They were talking trash about the sequel trilogy. And it wasn't just like fans as always. This was cast and crew members of the Star Wars movies that are coming out. Like Do- Domino Gleason, I think is how you say it. Uh, General Hux, if you will, was like, yeah, I wish I didn't. I wish my character was in it more in the last movie. I'm like, dude, just chill out. Right? Like, we don't even. I feel like he was in a lot. Yeah. It, they, they went in a weird direction with his character. But his comments, before we get into that, just a lot of people were talking trash. 
And yeah. I'm just saying, calm down, okay? We just got to <laughs> take a chill pill, all right? We're in quarantine. I don't know if it's getting to you, but just chill out, man. Everyone's crapping on these, these sequel trilogy. Maybe it's because the Blu-rays just came out. I don't know. But everyone's just got to take a chill pill. <laughs> okay? Steph, what do you think? No, yeah, it's true. I feel like people just don't care anymore. It's whatever they feel like airing out, they air it out. No big deal. I mean, we got to break these I'm not down. not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love honesty. If that's what you really feel, talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Domino Gleason's like, I wish my character was in it more in the, in, for episode nine. I wish he didn't go out the way he did. I'm like, okay. So what do you want to do about it, dude? Like I, his comments, I felt like were just so odd. He, he, everyone, the person interviewing him goes, um, do you think that the movie cut too much out? And he's like, well, you can't have a 72-hour movie. I'm like, dude, it wasn't going to be 72 hours. It was going to be like two and a half versus 220, all right? Like 10 minutes. So I don't know. He's just I feel like he's just talking really extreme, and he can't really make up his mind. Yeah, it was weird. I couldn't really catch a pace of where he was going with each statement, and it flip-flopped from the time to his character's death to every. So it was a weird conversation, but... I don't know. Yeah, his character did have a weird direction. I don't I think he could have done the same like served the same purpose, but the way he actually went out, like the scene where he got shot was a little weird. Yeah, he wanted more backstory on the whole spy thing, which Oh. Look, there's a lot I wanted more backstory on in that movie. Yeah, I was about to say that. That is not necessarily one I needed. I thought it was a fun That was actually one of the the few beats I thought was pretty funny. Uh, like a good twist, but yeah, he's he's talking this week. The editors, oh my gosh, the editors of Rise of Do Skywalker. Do you want to talk about that story? Yeah, so the two editors okay. from Rise of Skywalker, I think it's Marianne Brandon and uh, Mary Jo Markey, which, by the way, really mm-hmm. talented editors in the, in the film industry, like two incredible women in film, but just out of nowhere this week, taking, taking a big poop on The Last Jedi criticizing <laughs> it for saying it undid the storytelling in Force Awakens. I'm like, what? What are you doing? What are, you, what are we doing here? Like, are you... I, I just don't understand what, what's going on. Like, who is prompting you to just crap on a movie you just made a sequel to? You edited the sequel to that movie. Why are you taking shots on it? Yeah. It's frustrating. It's it's such a bizarre situation when you really think about the entire sequel trilogy and how things went down between Ryan Johnson and JJ and the creative direction and all like people just take sides like it's teams. And even though they're both very cordial about it, can you imagine being in a room with the two of them? There there's just no way that there's no beef because everyone still speaks on it. Everyone. Everyone. And I mean, you could say the same exact thing to these two editors that they undid the storytelling of Last Jedi. It c- you could go back and forth on this, or you yeah. could just embrace it and love it and move on. But if we had to decide, <laughs> is there one that undid more of what the other did? Ooh, I want to hear the chat's the chat's thought on this because we we've talked about this subject a lot, but I don't think we've ever phrased it like that. Like, which movie undid the other one more? More. I'm going to... Eight I, from seven or nine from eight? Ooh, okay. I, I'm going to go with... 
first impulse is I'm going with nine from eight. I think nine mm-hmm. undid a lot of what eight was was setting up. Not necessarily in a um no no yeah, I would say in a character in a character sense. Like I think eight made a pretty firm choice on like you're no one and then no you're <laughs> not, you're someone. <laughs> which is like hi i'm ray skywalker hello 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 and hey look we embrace it we're fans like i'm in but yeah 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 when you're gonna start saying undid it's like take take a step back and look at your own movie i'm just saying what do you think i think more explicitly nine undid eight more implicitly eight undid seven so I think that more outwardly with, you know, the outward character attributions such as a last name and where you came from, yeah. that's very just in your face change. But I think if you really look at what eight did with seven in terms of character arcs, it undid a lot. See, okay, let's have this conversation, Steph. Get, okay. get, let's get specific here. Let's get specific. You know what? I'm unbuttoning a few things. Let's get specific here. Like, what did eight specifically? I'm just curious, character-wise, what did it like specifically undo? Just sure. Me, Great I, question, Rye. Yeah. Just like throw one out. I, I just want to. Which okay. character? So, I think we were all following in love, following in love, falling oh. in love with Poe, Finn, and Ray and mm. Chewie. as a tag team by the end of it and really wanting to see them as a team take on whatever the galaxy may throw at them much like han yeah leia and luke did okay so i think that's massive but instead we kind of got there's still a unit but they didn't really move together Mm. Uh, yeah they definitely weren't together like they were all separated in eight they were like you know Ray was on Octu with Luke. Finn was doing his own mission with Rose, and Poe was doing his own mission, kind of with Leia. So you know, you're right. They absolutely were all separated, which is a little unusual. Uh, I see. I didn't take that as more of an undid from from Seven. I just took that as like, all right, for this movie, they're separated, but they all kind of reunite in the end and realize they 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 got to do this together. I, I actually thought it enhanced a lot of the character stories from Seven, especially with, like, Luke Skywalker, who you're assuming, like, oh, he's just going to take the lightsaber back and, you know, like, wreck shop, when instead it was a little bit more complicated than that. And I just love what they did with Kylo and, and Rey. But, um, but at the same time, there was a lot of stuff that they started with new characters in 8 that it just didn't land right. Like, we, we've talked about Rose a lot, and so I, I hear you there. Um but it, I think it's a great conversation to have. Uh, and we got people in the chat just going. Yeah. <laughs> we got people saying all of them are good. And then Gregory Castillo saying these movies are trash. <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. Uh, Ryan Johnson took JJ's story two steps back. And they should have given JJ all the movies. To... You know, I think that's an interesting conversation as well. Uh, at the end of the day, they gave Ryan Johnson the second movie. And... I almost get like a Jay Leno came back and was like, no, no, no. I want to, I want to host the late night show a little bit longer. Yeah. I'm going to do nine with JJ coming back. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be that debate we have with the sequel trilogy. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's just kind of how it works with some studio films. 
Yeah, it's weird. I, I, it's a weird concept to me what happened in general, how we just switched directors and how it changed and all of this. But it wasn't, I, you know, I liked all three. So, same. But I do think, I do, all the things that you brought up with nine and eight are true. There was massive changes. I think they they changed course, you know? They changed <laughs> yeah. course. And there was even like an article out this week with one, the writer Chris Terrio saying, this is the most. I've ever changed a script throughout the whole process. So they were changing every day, but yeah. And the editors are talking. Okay. Trash. And then there's another one, Rye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anna- <laughs> Ahmad best, AKA Jar Jar Binks, who he's yes. got a new show. He's doing a Jedi hidden temple, uh, based off of legends of the hidden temple for, uh, was it teen Nick? I believe, which is mm-hmm. so exciting. I can't wait to see that. And, He's coming out going, oh, yeah, this new trilogy totally goes against George Lucas. It, it, lo- it lacks the faith in the mythology. And I'm like, dude, you just got rehired, man. You just got a job. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, everyone's just coming yeah, out was, of the woodwork okay, but I, <laughs> Yeah, everyone just doesn't care. They're like, there's a pandemic. If I'm not going to be a straight shooter now... What am I doing? That's so I think we're going to hear a lot more of this. But it was, he did bring up an interesting point, Ryan. I've thought about this a lot of times where when you we got the Disney merger, there you have to understand that there is a change. And I feel like progressively it's more become... I don't. I think you can argue either way that it's yeah. for kids or less of the mythology, like mythology of it all. I go back and forth all the time. What ruins the other? Or what helps the other? I agree. I, th- I think uh, there were. I just, I just don't agree with the idea that it lacked the mythology. I think there were clear open pockets where they could have maybe expanded upon it a little more that they just didn't, and ultimately that was they're missing out have made a bit of a mistake i just think it's it's so odd when you're still working in that universe <laughs> and are, what like what was the mythology they were missing like they didn't have a, a gungan they didn't have jar jar in it like i don't know what's missing. okay well this is the point part that i think is interesting it's that he was saying that the original ones were for kids and for kids to fall in love with it and Mm. that the newer one is for nostalgic purposes of just the love of the franchise and capitalizing on what everybody loves right i think that it does both yeah i think it's still for kids you see kids rocking kylo like no tomorrow and girls rocking ray or whoever rocking ray i think but i also think that it does stay with the mythology i don't know what do you think that's a good argument i I, I hesitate to use the term family films because there's like a connotation that is attached to that but i mean these are films that the whole family can watch Uh, i don't think it's necessarily the whole viewing maybe for kids five or younger but i still think you could catch pieces of it and play with the toys and then grow up with them kind of like you did with you know the original star wars movies and the prequels so i I totally i just disagree with them on this and i think uh i i think they do work like that and and i think that's different a a little bit of a different conversation um where like the mythology doesn't necessarily have to just adhere to kids it can adhere to everyone yeah makes sense i think so yeah 
No, no, it does. It kind of goes, yeah, it, get, it gets confusing in my head where I think one is wrong or right. But I don't know. It was a weird comment, but I don't necessarily disagree with him. I think it's both, though. I think we're at a time where, look, there, we're, there's a pandemic. Ahmad best. <laughs> Let's just embrace the movies. Let's just, like, love them. Let's throw out good vibes. I don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah. you at home, social distancing and just, like, yeah, but also, one. Rye, if you think of it, the prequel trilogy, the ending to the story, is of dark. course it has to adhere to the nostalgia of the movies that came before it at the same time as providing a new love for kids to fall in love with. Like, it did absolutely both as it should have. For for the prequels or for the sequels? Sequels. Oh, yeah. The sequels sequel trilogy i think that they you have to adhere to the past and like talk about it and involve it or it's a tall bill way it should go i mean that's why and we even talked about this i think when we reviewed episode nine back in december it they had a tall order to fill with that movie because you're not only ending this trilogy you're ending four decades (laughs) of star wars fans and movies and love and and you have to connect it all and look it would have been hard for anyone to really do that. And yeah, it probably would have been a much longer movie if they were going to try to satisfy that need more. So it's a hard mm-hmm. task. It's not like the Avengers, which, yeah, there's more movies they were ending with, with Endgame, but that was only 10 years of nostalgia. You have, you know your audience. This is four decades of audiences, and uh, it's, it's almost impossible to satisfy them all. Yeah, I do think it's kind of funny that you said that. <laughs> he was because you could tell he was trying not to be offensive, but he wanted to say his opinion. <laughs> yeah, he had to share that opinion, and I, I, still I love can't wait. people. I want to see Legends of the Hidden Temple Jedi Temple Edition. <gasps> I can't wait. Yeah. Speaking of Jedi, and then <laughs> yeah, the one, the one and only Mark Hamill shares his tribute letter from Skywalker Saga box set. Oh my I want to pull up part of what it says. Yeah, this was so cool. So if anyone doesn't know, the Skywalker, uh, the whole entire Skywalker saga is out on Blu-ray. It's all nine movies from episode one through nine. And it has all the special features, deleted scenes. And um, Mark Hamill, it, it's a really expensive product, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's I think, like $180. It's really expensive. I think it's 249 $249? Oh, Blu-ray probably. 249 you're probably yeah going. the Two, 27 discs 27 discs that's three per movie and mark hamill included a little personal handwritten letter i actually pulled it up if you don't have it stuff um yeah i can read a part of it real quick it says what an extraordinary journey it's been back in 1976 when carrie harris and i were testing for our roles that was called the adventures of luke starkiller it as taken from the journal of wills saga one the star wars there's no way we could have known what an incredible rich imaginative instead of adventures this obscure little space movie would launch inspiring eight more chapters to tell the entire skywalker story for some of you that journey began with us over 40 years ago inviting star wars into your lives from the seats to a few dozen theaters in the first days of release and for others you joined somewhere along the way from a harrowing saga of young anakin's descent into the dark side in the prequel trilogy or the induction of an entire new generation in the sequel trilogy and then he shouts out carrie harrison and the rest of his letter and uh it's just like a really sweet one and he's and he's dedicating it to to george's galaxy far far away um he says may the force be with you always 
Now, there's one real interesting line here that he says. He says, I deeply... I am deeply thankful for your continued enthusiasm and dedication to George's Galaxy, which I will continue to grow with new storytellers building even bigger galaxy filled with heroes. He said, which will continue to grow. So it almost, I think he's, he's, it's, it's that end note on the Skywalker story. I think he's done, but I think he, he phrased it in a way where he could pop up and other stuff, but his story is over. Did you take it like that? Yeah, I I never think that I feel like he could have a Jay-Z retirement where he says he retires, but then he still makes music every single year. So that could happen where he just pops into whatever he wants because he's Luke Skywalker and he can do whatever he wants. Or I think he will just be done and then maybe just EPing projects or looking over scripts or just being involved in some capacity. Yeah, I, I think he he could always be in like the realm of conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, who knows? He he could pop up in as a ghost and other stuff. And uh, I, I just love Mark Hamill. He could even voice act on a, a total new character, like he did in Rise of yeah. Skywalker. Yeah, uh, but really, it cool. was surprising because another article we had was that N- <laughs> Natalie Portman has never met Mark Hamill, Crazy. and she said in a 2018 interview that she hadn't met him. And some a fan asked him she they tweeted at him if they've met yet and he said no still but he wants to i don't know how that happens that's her son (laughs) that's wild like that's just crazy i never would have thought like padme has never met luke (laughs) and and I, i was looking into this a little bit so when the prequels were premiering um, of course, like the original trilogy, cast and crew were always invited, and I think uh, Mark Hamill just kind of wanted them to have their time in the sun, and he didn't—he just never got too much in the limelight. Like he didn't want to take away from their moment, this whole new generation. Uh, so they never met, which is just—I can't believe that—and they still haven't. And now we're in quarantine; they're tweeting at each other. I know, but he said not yet. It's very high on my 2020 to-do list. Hashtag meeting my movie mama (laughs) (laughs) i hope they meet that would be so epic that would be cool right do we have a game today we do but the thing we have to do right before the game is we have those images stuff (gasps) oh my god i missed it it's all good this is why you're my number one it's all good. You guys, these are such dope images from the High Republic, and oh, we have to talk about the Higher Republic. <laughs> we do need uh, you. Do you want to bring that up? You're more than welcome to. <laughs> we made a Twitter account called the Higher of Republic. I I should probably pay more attention to it during quarantine. That's a great time to build on it. But <laughs> I thought I should bring that up while we're bringing up these images. But these are so dope. I'm sure that many of you have seen most of them, but I really want to talk about each of them because. I want to be in it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Want that. it, that's what we want. So check this out. Um, we got, first off, this is, these are the book series that are coming out later this year, The High Republic, taking like 100, 200 years before the prequels. And we got Jedi photos. This is Avar Chris. She is a blonde <laughs> holding a green lightsaber. Steph, what do you think? Is that a crown oh yeah, I see, yeah uh, so 
so dope not the outfit i would rock i feel like it would get a little bit intrusive on the arm specifically but very very dope very uh what is it the the knights jedi (laughs) no No, no. not okay right sorry no you know where you can go eat a big turkey leg and you watch people do fake horse games oh oh um oh my oh mid what is that medieval times like very fair? medieval her outfit yes yeah i i agree I'm, I'm thinking it looks a little medieval it looks like the higher public I'm, I'm interested like you said about that tiara uh but yeah i think this looks really cool and i'm into it um the other the other jedi we got is let's see if i can easily change to the next one here okay here we go this is keeve i think that's how you say keeve trennis Double bladed green lightsaber and a sick haircut. Yes. Keeve Trennis is the one to watch out for. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Coming I... with a vengeance. Yeah. And oh, who else we got? This one's really interesting. So this one's Loden Great Storm. That's his name. Great Storm. I wish that was my last name. But he's got a yellow lightsaber. And he's I mean, green people in star wars especially jedi are used to you know they're known to be pretty wise and he kind of looks like <laughs> kit fisto in true. a way like he might have a little bit of like a water ability he can maybe breathe underwater yeah this guy looks really strong his belt looks kind of odd yeah <laughs> definitely down. a high waist belt i'm not usually used to seeing that on jedi but <laughs> I love the scarf cape that he has. Yeah. It's a good look. Yeah, I think he's going to be really, really cool. Quick shout out. You mentioned uh, the Renaissance Fair. Uh, Brandon Hanna in the chat saying, well, they did mention, um, I believe, that this era of Jedi is heavily influenced by the Knights at the Round Table, which uh, that is what they're saying. So that seems to be what we're getting. Um, Here's the next one we got. This is Stellan Gios, which that looks like a Stellan. Totally, but is that an iPhone case on his <laughs> leg? <laughs> that is probably an that, iPhone I case. I swear that that would fit my iPhone right in there. That looks just... I'm going to zoom in for the audience real quick. Yeah, that yeah, looks, zoom in because... That is an either iPhone like case. A we, that's an iPhone case or a weird gun holder. Yeah, that could be a gun Anyways, holder. he looks like a Bachelor contestant. He also kind of looks like the guy who's going to steal your girl. And I'm a little... Yeah. I just think he kind of looks douchey. Like, I'm not... I'm, I'm not Yeah, he totally looks like president of the frat of the Knights of... Oh, he's the frat <laughs> Jedi. And he's yeah, got a he's little, like... Jedi. He's got a little knight swords, sort of Kylo Ren-esque on his lightsaber there. Um, mm-hmm. All right, the last that one. That would be interesting. This is Vernestra. Vern in quotes. Row. Love Which, her. Yeah. She looks very. Love the green. I'm surprised that she went with a blue saber, but I respect it. Well, if you're green, would you go with a. Oh, I guess Yoda did. <laughs> yeah. Say if you're green, I would. You... Yeah, I guess you would. Yeah, it is a little interesting. Uh, 100%. She definitely looks the youngest, I would say. I think, yeah, this looks like a Padawan. And maybe this is one of the Jedi we just kind of flashed through his Padawans. This could be our main character for all we know. But yeah. Vernestra, Vern, Roe, really cool. And I think that's, yeah, that's all of our 
that's all of our Jedi for love it for this. Yeah, really cool. Uh, switch quickly going back and Steph, you did ask if we had a game today. You know the past yes. the past couple weeks and Steph, you got to come up with a game one of these weeks because I okay I am doing the prices right once again. Um, this is the Death Star edition though. I'll do a game next week. That would be lovely. Um, this is. The Price is Right Star Wars. So basically, guys, like if you've ever watched Price is Right, we're going to pull up some Star Wars products from eBay, from Amazon, from other sites. And I'm going to give you all the details, and we're going to guess what the price is. And we'll see if your price is right. So what I did this week was I went off on uh, everything. uh, Everything was Death Star related. Everything. Um, Sorry, I'm just pulling them up real quick. There we go. All right. So the first one, and these are kind of crazy, by the way. Whenever I, whenever I do these, I try to find some really out there products, like something you would never even even think of. And I, I got to say, they just did not disappoint this week. So here's the first one. Also, side note, I am the reigning champion of this game. That's right, I'm you are. I'm here to read. <laughs> Steph kind of annihilated last week. Like it wasn't even close. Um, I don't. I'm usually really bad at guessing numbers. Are you? Yeah, I'm not very good. All right. Well, I'm trying. I'm but maybe quickly, I am now. I'm quickly, <laughs> quickly trying to open these up here. Um, sorry about the delay here, guys. Oh my god, this is terrible. Right, it's all right, okay. Here. I can talk about a lot of things. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, well, we can talk about the nail polish. Here we go. Yes, so <laughs> this is the first one. And again, these are kind of wild. So have you if you ever done, like, a little fire pit stuff, ever gone out camping, mm-hmm. like, roasting an open fire? Yeah. So this is a Death Star fire pit online. And just to give you some details, yeah, that, that, this thing's pretty legit. Um, just a few details on it. It comes from, this is from uh, this official Star Wars website, and it's marked down from its original price. Um, it has <laughs> has a carbon pit. It's 100 pounds. The slag is completely removed, and there's a guarantee no rust for the entire lifetime of the product, meaning you can return it if it starts to rust. Uh, that's all the details we have on it right now. What do you, what do you think? How much do you think a normal fire pit costs? They're not cheap. Yeah, they're a lot. A normal fire pit, I think, is like, I could be absolutely wrong, but I think it's over a thousand dollars. I think, yeah, it is definitely is. <laughs> so that could give you an okay. idea of the ballpark. So everyone in the chat, so throw out your your guesses. What do you think, Steph? I think this is sixty three hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> six thousand three hundred dollars that's a big one uh really so you you think this is like a motorcycle this this costs okay uh maybe it's a little high we'll see um comparing it to the other to the other people in the chat we got just people saying wow that's awesome and cool no one throwing out a guess quite yet um i think you were i'm just what do you think well, I'm just going to comment on the idea that you said, well, yeah, fire pits are usually like a thousand bucks. And then you throw out $6,300 for this one. All right, here we got Brandon. Hannah. It looks. Sorry. What are you going to say? It, lo- <laughs> it looks so cool. It does look cool. 
Brandon Hanna I'm throwing out $2,100. We got Yash throwing out $2,500. Manny Gonzalez, $1,600. Laura Nelson, $1,800. Greg Moshevitz, <laughs> 2000 And Gregory Castillo, 1700 And we do have a winner. And it was a barn burner between Brandon Hanna and Yash. But Yash actually wins this one, guessing $2,500. This is $2,400. Um, okay, so I took that hit. You did take that hit pretty hard, yeah. Marked down, though, from $3,400. So this was a whole 900 more. And it is, or sorry, a whole 1,000 more. And uh, it was marked down uh, about $1,000. So, yes, Yash is on the board with one. Here's our next Death Star product here. Oh, that was just another angle of the uh <laughs> up there all right so this is a a toaster a death star toaster where when you put it in it actually makes a tie fighter burn insignia on there you can do two pieces at a time um and this is from a very famous uh cooking appliance store william sonoma so this is this is legit this is a real toaster bougie. This it's bougie it's not etsy it's bougie Yep. So, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that place is always horrifically marked up. <laughs> Shots but the toast does look... <laughs> the toast does look fabulous. So I'm going to have to say... What? Bradley Pooper, <laughs> which I love that name in the chat. Iconic. Uh, he first put nine ninety nine, then he was like, "Wait, I meant ninety nine ninety nine. He's throwing out a hundred dollars. Niner for life, throwing out five hundred. This is a toaster. <laughs> it's a toaster, Niner. Uh, Brandon Hanna just saying, "Yash" in all caps. I think he's salty about the last round. Bradley Pooper going, changing it yet again to twenty five dollars. Greg Castillo going three fifty, uh, and Brandon Hanna with a forty two dollars and 10 cents steph where are you landing in all this 75 dollars 75 dollars okay we do have a winner actually there's there's a few more answers flying in uh yash putting down 72 brandon 42 (sighs) steph with 75 wow he under he took the under on you there and greg Mm. going 100 well we do have a winner and he's back in the game, ladies and gentlemen. Brandon Hanna, forty-two ten. The price is forty nine ninety five. This is a fifty dollar toaster after uh, taxes. Not bad. Not bad at all. In fact, I actually have a William Sonoma toaster that my aunt gave oh, me. Oh, do the, you? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do. And it's um, it's with a stormtrooper helmet. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, so Brandon. Yeah, that toaster's legit. Yeah, it's pretty legit. This is a. This is more current, you know. I th- I love how we, we try to get people to forget about what's going on in everyday life, but you got to be safe. This is a Baby Yoda face mask that is deluxe made. And by the way, I just ordered it. So I'm getting this in the mail within the next week or two. I can't uh, believe you didn't send that to me instantly. I wanted your reaction on air, like right now. <laughs> I need this. I'll send it to you after. Uh, Thank you. Okay. I know this wow, is pretty amazing. This is valuable. And you can and you can get it. It's it's still in stock. It's just going to be like a two week a week or two wait. Um, that means but, it's affordable. So, so I think Yeah. What, right? No, what do you think? <laughs> I think What do you think? $25. 
No, seventeen dollars. Which one is it, Steph? Which one is it? Seven twenty-five dollars. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right, we got Bradley Pooper going fourteen ninety-nine, so he's taking the under on you. Greg Castillo going seven ninety-nine, and what else we got? Uh, Jack Dennis saying it's not bad. Uh, Laura Nilsson wants this face mask as well. Uh, Laura Nilsson going a, a hard 25, which is what you had, right, Steph? You're, you're 25? Yeah. Wow. Um, just waiting. Okay, Yash going 19.99, and was just waiting on one more guess because we do have a winner. We do have a winner. Um, Brandon Hanna going 17.99. All right, the winner is a two-way tie between Steph Sabra and Laura Nilsson. This is 2599. <laughs> yes. Online. So you got within 99 cents. Well done. I think we have like a four-way tie for one right now. So this next one's going to be pretty good. But yeah, you guys can get this. We'll put the link in the description below. Really cool and it's fun to be safe when you have a baby Yoda face mask. Yes. All right, back to the Death Star. Uh this is a Death Star piñata. And you can get this for your birthdays. It's really legit. <laughs> it's large. This one, yes, it is very large. Uh, and this is actually on Amazon. I was shocked. I feel the... like they. Yeah, what, what was that? I feel like they make this into two things. They either turn this exact design into the Death Star, or if they just add legs and arms, it would be. Uh, <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Uh, yes. I knew exactly where you're going with that. Sorry, I have, a, I have to correct something. This isn't from Amazon. This is this is from Etsy, which could influence what you think the price is. It does because Etsy, you know, it can be a little, little dicey. Yeah, you know? a little, mm-hmm. little cheap. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, this is a pinata. It's about uh, two feet in diameter, and it hangs from the ceiling. You could put a lot of candy in it, um, and it looks. Not great. I'm going to be honest. I just don't think this looks good at all. This is a, a, a <laughs> terrible pinata. I would never buy this. You are wrecking some Mother's Day right now. <laughs> it just looks horrible. Uh, but yeah, we got... Okay, so people are already throwing out their guesses in the chat. Gregory Castillo going $45. Bradley Pooper going $40. Lauren Nelson, another 25 Niner for life, 75 <laughs> Guys, this is a pinata. Uh, I never know how much pinatas cost. I don't Same, know. Pin- I have no idea. No idea how much a pinata costs. I, but I, I'm gonna go with thirty-five dollars. You're going thirty-five. Brandon Hanna going in. He's throwing a reference out with his guess. He's going ninety-four dollars ninety-four cents for Docking Bay ninety-four, which is on the Death Star. Mm. Love Brandon Hanna. Noble guess. Noble guess. Greg um, Manny Gonzalez throwing out sixty. And Greg Moshevitz goes $100 for the piñata. That's a confident guess. Uh, we do have a winner. And I think this is the winner of the whole shebang, ladies and gentlemen. Steph, wait, remind me, what was yours? 35 Yeah. Uh, the winner is not Steph Sabra. It's Brandon Hanna because it's $90 flat on Etsy. Brandon Hanna no wins it this way. week. Yeah, I think he's coming for you because you kicked his you kicked his butt. Last yeah, week. I did. And uh, now he's back with a vengeance. Oh, there's one more. Sorry, <gasps> I I spoke too soon. So you have you have the chance to tie. This Ooh. is a uh, Death Star tiki mug, which you know made out of made out of marble. 
I'm going to be honest. I just guessed. I don't know what it's made out of. I, I don't know why I said marble. but it, Oh, it's ceramic. It's a ceramic tiki mug, a Greek tiki mug. Uh, and this is actually this is from the Star Wars website, so this is legit. This is a fine product. I believe the straw does not come with it. Okay. So this is the final one. Brandon's up 2-1. Ceramic Death Star Tiki Mug for that special someone <laughs> on vacation. I'm going to say... Do you know how much a mug usually costs? Because <laughs> for me, I don't know this obsession with tiki culture, but tiki always marks it up a tiny bit. Like, not a, not a lot, okay. just a tiny bit, like a few dollars. So that's my one Twenty nine ninety nine. You're going twenty nine ninety nine. We got Bradley Cooper with twenty five ninety nine. Gregory Castillo with seventeen twenty five. Fifteen dollars from Manny Gonzalez, twenty from Greg Moschevich. We got two Gregs in the chat. It's kind of hard to balance. And just waiting on a guess from Brandon because he's the this is the barn burner here. Laura Nilsson. This is comes. not fair, Brandon. Put your answer in. Yeah, don't don't look it up, Brandon. Um, Laura Nilsson throwing up fourteen ninety nine. This is the final question. We got to wrap after this. And then uh, Yash with forty two fifty. And where. Brandon's not guessing, so uh, maybe maybe he's disqualified from this round because we do have to get out of here just pretty quickly. So I'll give him like five more seconds. But, five, uh, <laughs> four, four, three. He guessed three. He guessed fourteen dollars and fourteen cents for TC fourteen. No, sir. No, you clearly don't know anything about tiki culture, Brandon. This is not fourteen fourteen. This that tiki mug is forty four ninety nine. So yeah. I won. So you won out of Brandon, but actually Yash won that round because he gets forty two fifty. Oh. Um, oh. So I think we, I think Yash tied. So I didn't. You did not win at all. No, you you kind of blew it there. That was the nicest way to tell me I didn't win. You beat Brandon. <laughs> okay, I know we have to wrap. That was really fun. Thanks, Ryan. I'm going to come with a fire game next week. Don't you all worry. Yeah. But until then, where can everyone find you? You can find me at Ryan Nilsson on Twitter. That's R-Y-N-I-L-S-E-N. And at Ryan Nilsson underscore on Instagram. You Follow can find back. me all over. <laughs> Sorry. Follow back. <laughs> You can find me all over social media at Steph Sabra, S-A-B-R-A-W. And until next week, may the force be with you. And subscribe to her YouTube, people. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I did the new channel, you guys. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming, including Star Wars stuff. I hope to do. I got to talk to Ryan about that because I can't have my co-captain not there for Star Wars. Anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, Rye. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs>